having yeah. a kid is going to be fucking expensive. Building one. Yeah, like the fucking it's like the build a bear workshop, but like twenty five <laughs> times more fucking. Expensive. I get a little bit of LeBron in this, yeah. and then give me a little bit of Kobe. That would be nice. It's like I told her, I'm like, can we just fucking adopt like Puerto Rican man? Get a baseball. Fuck player, yeah, get or get a fucking Dominican. Fucking yeah, get David Ortiz dude. in my house. Fucking a, would that be rad, Fuck, dude? <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine oh. if like you guys go through like an adoption? They're like, well, they have like we have um. We have two Dominicans, and then we have um, a Puerto Rican, and then we have uh, like a dozen white kids. And you're like, you want the? We'll take the Dominican, and they're like, yeah, cool. Like, hey, what's his name? Hey, kid, catch, yeah, catch real fast. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have a ball here by chance? Like, <laughs> yeah. Look at that! Look at the hands on that guy. That's a fucking golden glove if I've ever <laughs> seen one. That yeah. <laughs> Look, what's his Jump bones? What's fast. his bone structure like? <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to the Blind Chatter Podcast. I'm your host, Tanner. Today, I'm on with the one and only Trevor Austin of Pacific Calls. What is (laughs) going (laughs) on, man? Oh, not much, man. We're just at the shop drinking a little bit of Traverse City Whiskey. Just got in the mail from one of my friends and hanging out. Traverse hanging out, City Whiskey. You. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it from? This is uh, Missouri. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My buddy, he loves it. He lives up in Minnesota, though, I believe. And so he, he'll, he'll ship this shit out. He drives over to the West Coast. He freaking goes everywhere for his job. He'll just... Swing by and drop a bottle off once in a while. That's and then fucking I came sweet. Back. It's badass and it's pretty damn good. Damn. So he he sent us a, a new shop. Well, we don't have the shop yet, almost. But he sent us a little gift, so he sent us four bottles of it. <laughs> nice. Is it like a mid range yeah. or is it like a higher end? Higher end. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I would not go pay this. I don't think at a store. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those. You're just like nice. You yeah. know, it's a badass gift and. I'll just stay at the lower shelf where I belong. Yeah. But when I get something like this, I'll be happy. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw the pinky out in my red cup. There you go. Is it straight or are you mixing it? Yeah, no, it's straight. There yeah. ain't shit here in the fridge at the shop. <laughs> Mix it with some ice? I don't even have ice, bro. Oh, fuck. So it's like room temperature? Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. Yucky, dude. Yeah. I hate. Yeah. The one thing I hate is like, like some guys can drink whiskey. Like yeah. at it's like they prefer it at room temperature, and I'm like, yeah. If it's not like fucking cold, I yeah. don't fucking you're, I you're don't out. want it. Yeah, like a like yeah. like shots at the bar. I can't yeah. do shots of whiskey at a bar because it's warm. No, like oh. I just I don't fucking like it. Yeah, I but gotcha, like camping, I gotcha. like summer lake style. I yeah. like I go into my trailer, open the freezer. It's like I pull it out and it's frosty, cold. and I'm like, fucking get in my belly. Yeah. You know? Dude, for real. I think I'm one of those like all around, you know, alcohol drinkers. If it's yeah. ice cold, if it's piss warm, if it's hot, it's. I don't drink a lot, but I mean, I guess back in my high school and college days, like it didn't matter what flavor or how hot it was or yeah. cold, it was still going down the hatch. Yeah. Well, we yeah we used to pay guys at the gas station. Uh, there was we old hey Mister. <laughs> yeah, one of the prop <laughs> one of the guys we went to school with had like a little property on the Calipuya River. And yeah. we would, there was a little gas station like a mile from it. So we'd go over there and somebody would hang back at the gas station, like by the like pumps on the outside. And they'd be like, you know, Hey, like 
I'll give you like I'll Yo. give you twenty extra bucks if you go buy me, you know, a case of whatever. Like doesn't matter, just buy yeah. a case of beer. And we yeah. drink the fucking most random stuff, like oh, wine spirits, Rainier <laughs> wine spirits, Mad Dog, like oh, I mean, twenty twenty, um, yeah, oh, fuck, oh. dude, it was so nasty. I was lucky that I've always had like this since I was fourteen. So yeah. I was, it was. When I turned 21, I went into the liquor store to buy my first bottle, and she's like, "Hey, that's twenty two dollars." I was like, "You don't, you don't want my ID?" She's like, "Why would I need your ID?" I go, oh, "I just, I just turned 21." She's like, "You're just turned 21? Oh, yeah, I don't need to see it." Yeah, luckily, <laughs> like, luckily, it. you don't have this going on where it like oh, yeah, this... looks like there's like a set of balls <laughs> that constantly hit my chin right here that like separate the hair. So like, anytime oh, I go God. anywhere, I'm like, I have to like brush it in and then like really get it really, up yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta kind of get it stuck. make it make it pop up yeah i'm like a girl like you know how they always say like take a girl swimming on the first date you get to see their makeup yeah. come off yeah. well they're like yeah. hey take this fat fuck swimming wait wait till you see his beard <laughs> split in the middle you know so, moses status pretty much like can you part the red sea also or is it just your red beard <laughs> is, I'm like, is, it, about, is it everything oh yeah. my god yeah. and it's that's red fucking... so that's great yeah. but my hair is brown yeah. so i'm one of those fucking you know, oh, no. I think I think this setup, the brown hair with the red beard is like specifically set aside uh, by whoever you believe makes us for yeah. the for the bastard children that like weren't really wanted because I was like, oh. a, I was like a mistake. So, oh, I got you. Yeah. So you're like half wanted, but not really wanted. No, it's more like the, of the, the f- <laughs> more than not really. <laughs> oh, okay. But I'm here now. So they're like, fuck, what yeah. are we going to do? Like, well, do you have a soul? I mean, that's the only other question. I think I ask. think that thing ran out. Okay. And they then, usually do run out once you get to a certain age. I that and I think all my good karma is so far gone. I'm just <laughs> I'm I'm hosed, man. Yeah, hosed, yeah. But. Some of us have it for a while. Some of us lose it real fast. Yeah, like yeah. it's gone. Like I haven't like I haven't shot a band in uh, this is seven years now. Oh yeah! So you gotta hunt the ones that are next, you know, next door. You right. Know, you gotta yeah. you gotta go ban them and then wait three months and then go shoot that yeah. one and get that monkey off your back. Yeah, I gotta pull the fucking John Book out of the playbook, right? No shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about that golf cart or that fucking parking lot in the snow gears? <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see that one. I will say that I have once upon a time have thrown bread at geese just to see how close I could get. You know. I do know some folks that have hit the Columbia Park in Tri-Cities and have pulled some bands off. I have not. Have I tried? I'm not going to say <laughs> I have I tried, but I will say I have thrown bread at geese or, or something at them just to see, like, can you actually grab these fucking things when yeah. they're that close? It you, I don't know, man. Like, okay, you run up to a bird and it's not dead and that fucking honker whacks you with that wing. Don't yeah. tell me that shit doesn't hurt. Go tell that, that to my hurts. fucking dog, dude. She exactly. hates honkers now. Yeah. Oh, Have you yeah, ever tried to man. just yank a fucking band off? Like just like grab oh, it and pull you, it? There's I, you can't fucking it, get it off. No, no. Like the duck is the only one you can really kind of do that by slipping the knuckle back. Yeah, and you break the like off. if they were alive, you know how fucking like imagine somebody grabbing oh, yeah. your thumb and like, hey, pop. Like fuck <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Oh my god, like, that's just mean. <laughs> that's just fucking mean. Oh. I was playing a joke on my wife, and she says it's not a joke, but I'll say it's a joke because we're on public air. But um, <laughs> we're driving down the road, and so there's a there's a railroad along our our highway, and there's also a dog food plant next to that. And so whenever they would load up the carts with the dog food, the fucking food would fall over the ground. And then there's this big-ass puddle. 
And you would always get like 20 to 30 honkers just maple leaping into this puddle that's the size as your fr- refrigerator. And they're, they're all banded from downtown Spokane and they all got net callers. And I was like, this is sick. You know, I drive by and I'm like, you know, there's five feet off the road. I'm like, man, one day when the, one gets hit, like I'm, I'm always stopping. Fucking I'm always payday. Looking. Oh my God, dude. One day the fucking traffic was stopped and here's four net callers walking across the road <laughs> and my wife my wife slamming on the brakes i'm all grabbing her steering wheel i'm like what are you doing don't stop she's like fucking hitting me and shit and i thought i thought she was gonna smoke it like it wasn't my fault it was her fault so it's clean i can get it yeah she can't, clean so, you know yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's just watching someone else hit it so it's not me doing it it was her so it's okay i've seen enough of those guys on like the band hunter page where they're like first roadkill band and i'm like you guys fucking find them like that really you know dude my so austin who i guide for austin sandman we were uh it was right before early go so we have uh one two three four five probably five different banding sites that are that are well known in our area and uh and so he was way up north of moses and so there's a it's a small banding site where they go he calls me at five o'clock in the morning. He's a farmer. So his ass is always up early in the summertime. He calls me at five and I'm like, bro, I just had a fucking kid. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I let me, let me get my sleep. He's like, call me now. And I'm like, it's five. No, I'm not calling you. He's like, call me now. And I call me FaceTimes me and he holds up three leg bands on the, on the leg still. I'm like, what are you doing? And it's not early goose. It's not the season yet. It's like, <laughs> it's like August 25th or something like that. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I just found three dead geese on the side of the road. They're all abandoned. I'm like, you just oh hit those. Oh, my God. You just hit those. He goes, oh, I would tell you right now if I hit those. I'm so jacked right now. I go, bullshit, you just hit those with your car. Like, you purposely <laughs> ran over. He's like, dude, I watched them get hit by the lady in front of me. She was leaving the campsite, and she was hauling ass at 5 in the morning. She was still probably hammered from the night before. And all these feathers just go, Poof. And I just, I so I pulled over just to take a look, and all of them were banded. Dude, that is so Talk lucky. about a way to start the season off with bands. No oh, shit. End, end of the year, I think he was up to like nine bands and two tracking devices on him. I'm like, you're a bitch, dude. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, dude, we don't have like, there's not a lot of, I mean, there is like, you got Savi's Island like up on the Columbia, uh, and then like yeah. Umatilla and like Lad, but like. In between, like, there's nothing really until you get down to, like, Eugene, and then you have Fern Ridge Reservoir, which they banned. They've been banning a ton of them. Mm -hmm. So we're down in Eugene doing a job for the FAA. We're doing, like, this grading project up this fucking mountain to one of their towers. And we're driving down. It's called Beltline. And I'm driving down that road every fucking day for, like, a month and a half. And one day, I'm driving, and I'm like, did you see that? And they're like, what? And I'm like what was that on the side of the road? And they're like, like a fucking bird. And I'm like, how big was it? And they're like, I don't, I mean like the size of like a football. And I'm like fucking locked up the brakes on belt line, <laughs> reached up, turned my fucking Amber lights on. And I'm like, how far back was it? And they're like, what are you fucking doing? And I'm like, how far back was it? Like how close to the exit was it? And they're like, I don't, I have no idea. And I'm like, fuck. And so I like took off worked the rest of the day came back on the other side of the belt line and I'm like looking for it. I can't fucking see it. And I'm like, God damn it. And so for like the next like week I would drive the speed limit. And then as soon as I thought I was getting close, I'd slow down and I missed it every fucking day. I did not get to it. Like I would fucking blow past it. I would like go like 
too slow too early and then i'd speed up past it and then one day i just said fuck it like i don't even care anymore and so i'm driving like the speed limit you know and i see a fucking eagle sitting on it and i'm coming down and so i like swerve over a little bit and it fucking grabbed it and it took off and i was like (laughs) no like what the fuck are you serious man so that i was like god damn it and then like it was like two weeks later my brother and i honest story swear to god we're driving home up I-5, and we're, like, between a town like a town called Halsey and Albany, where our shop's at. And we're yeah. just fucking driving. And I told him about this whole thing that happened because he was driving a different truck down. We're driving, and on the side of the road, there's, like, a pile. Like, like, a, like it looks like a pile of, like, wood. And so I'm, like, driving, and I'm looking at it, and I go by, and he looks at me, and at the same time, he's like, no fucking way. And I'm like, was that a fucking pile of ducks? And he's like, there, there was like five or six ducks there. And I'm like, what the? F-? So I fucking hit the brakes. This time I said, fuck it. Hit the brakes. Yep. Amber lights, Good. hazards, backed up like <laughs> fucking half a mile. All I get I-5? out on I-5. Like, Hell yeah. I just put my truck on the like the rock shoulder. So I'm sitting <laughs> like this, fucking backing up. And I'm like, tell me when I get close, you know? So we get like 25 feet from them. Stop. We run back there. They're all fucking mallards. And I'm like, there's got to be a fucking band in here. These are there all locals. <laughs> it's like fucking August, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I'm like, I have this, like, little, like, eight-inch stick. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. flicking. Because they're just full of fucking maggots. Oh, and, yeah. like, they're just fucking nah, nasty. Yeah. And, like, people are, like, driving by, like, honking and, like, looking at us. Like, what the fuck? What are you, the fuck? You know? And I'm, like, flipping through these birds. Not one of them was banded. And I'm like, god damn it, dude. Like, one of these times, I'm going to find one that is, you know? And so, it I, will happen. since then, I've stopped at every single one except for one we just saw one like two weeks ago up in salem on the yeah. side of the road and i drove by it and i thought it was a hawk and my brother drove back he drove by it right behind me and he goes see that dead goose and i'm like it wasn't a fucking goose and he's like it was a goose like it was a honker and i'm like god damn it like mm-hmm. <sighs> so like i didn't stop at that one because it was like on a really shitty spot and then uh this summer i was driving home on uh the highway that goes to my town and I fucking saw this dead there. There's like water in this little like side ditch all year long. And they nest in there and, you know, they raise their, their babies mm-hmm. and shit. And there was a mallard hen that was dead, like right there. And I was like, fuck yeah. I'm like, I'm going to check that one tomorrow. So I text my brother and I go, hey, I go, there's a dead mallard by Selmet. And he goes, is it a drake or a hen? And I go, it was a hen. And he goes, well, I like, remember that mallard hen that we saw up there that was banded like during the winter? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, yeah, I do. And he's like, fucking go check it. Fucking whip that thing around at the stop, the stoplight, <laughs> come back down, put my hazards on, you know? And like, there's people like honking and like waving at me. Like, I'm like, do you realize what I'm like? I'm about to flip this duck over and check and see if it's fucking banded. Like, exactly. I am the biggest loser that you could possibly see on the side of a hike. Like, I don't have a car yeah. issue. I don't have a flat. Like, I'm yeah. not having a medical emergency. I'm checking no. a bird for a fucking metal band. Like, you know? You got it. You got it. And it wasn't it wasn't banded either. So I'm like I just not. fucking can't catch a break, man. There's a there's a golf course. So there's Spokane, Spokane Valley, then Liberty Lake, and Liberty Lake has a nice golf course, a uh, couple of them. And I was doing back in the day I used to do landscape uh, before I got into real estate. So I was landscaping this one yard and I had this uh one kid with me that used to be on staff. His name's Michael Mitchell. Um and uh and so he I 
he was, uh, like I said, he was on staff. He'd work at the shop and a little bit with us and, um, actually a lot with us. And so I, I was like, Hey, I need, I need help doing this landscape job. Come with me. So on the morning we're on our way to go to this job site and, uh, you have to go through two golf courses, like right through the middle of them. There's a, there's a road that goes through them and there's, there's always geese on the two ponds and their course are right next to the road, but there's a fence that's, I mean, it's like an eight foot fence that, that borders the road in the golf course. And so I'm like, man, one day, you know, someone's going to hit like a golf ball and it's just going to nail a goose and it's just going to be dead sitting there. No shit. Six hours later, I, we pack up, we're on our way out. And right where the corner of it was at the stop sign, here's a goose belly up laying there and a big old band on its leg. And I'm like, <laughs> no shit. So you got moms, you got kids, you got golfers, you got fucking people driving by. And I'm like, Michael, get your fucking ass out and go get that. <laughs> He's like, I can't. And he was, he was pretty chubby back in the day. And he's like, I can't climb that fence. I go, get the fuck out. And so he gets out, I get out and I give him a boost up and over the fence. He grabs the goose and this two moms are walking down the road with their strollers. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? And so I'm like, Michael, throw the goose. And so he throws the goose. I grab the goose and I fuck with him. I throw it in my truck. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, this thing just died. So it wasn't like completely nasty. It was August. So I throw it in the backseat of my truck and I just take off and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and so I stop and I was like, there's a gate opening because he kept trying to jump the fence. And he couldn't get it by himself. So he had to run. I know she had to run 300 yards through this golf course oh to get to the God. open gate where the, um, where the lawnmowers come in and out. And I picked him up and he's like, holy shit, man. I can't believe you just left me. I go, hey, thanks. Thanks for getting my band. He goes, what? I go, yeah, man, I saw it first. It's my band. He goes, are you kidding me? I go, well, dude, I like, I helped you get you over that fence to get me my band. He goes, what the fuck, man? Like, you're an <laughs> asshole. And I was like, ah, I'm just fucking with you. It's your band. Oh, fuck, you got dude. it. But like the, 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 these two women, and if I could have got a photo of their faces and their babies just staring at me, just like, what the hell? Are, even are the fucking, even doing? the fucking toddlers, like, what are you yeah, guys doing? Like, you guys are sick. <laughs> You guys are fucking sick, yeah, uh, man. I, I I haven't been at like super lucky as what some have. A little bit luckier than you, but uh, <laughs> man, some people get like I used to hear that Saunders and this other guys they used to walk uh, through a couple of our refuges and um, they would check all the eagle nests, mm -hmm. and so they would walk around and sometimes they would come home with eleven, twelve bands a day. Isn't that crazy? dude fucking nuts it's crazy fucking to me too nuts. that like how much like a piece of metal like that can just like divide people too <laughs> oh, yeah. like like oh, you know how many yeah. friendships have been fucking ruined because oh, of those oh my god people just get butt hurt people are just you know throwing like my field my dog my this my yeah. that i'm like <laughs> <laughs> now like i've been i've been fortunate enough like where i have shot quite a few bands and so i enjoy letting other people get bands I still want the band. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, I, I'm lucky. I'm fortunate that I have a number that I'm like, okay, this is, this is cool. Like, you know, you should get one or you should get one. Like, I don't know if I shot that one or like I shot that one, but, but yeah, man, it's like, there's definitely divided some yeah. fucking friendships and yeah. groups that probably never talk to each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, like that's like with Declan, my buddy, you know, I mean, I'm sure everybody, everybody listening to this has already heard the story, but we, uh, back when we first started hunting together, we used to hunt, uh, flooded rice field it was super oh, fucking cool dude and we had a group of mallards come in i think it was a group of like seven but there's only one fucking yeah. drake and it was like in the middle of the pack you know and the pimp. 
Yeah, and so like they like made their last swing, you know, and they swung to the left side of the blind where I was, and my buddy Declan was on the right side because he's a lefty. So we always threw him mm-hmm. on the right side of the blind. So they swing around, and that Drake shifts from the middle to the left side. And so we call the shot, and I stand up, and fucking boom, boom, boom. Fucking somebody shoots it, you know. Everybody mm-hmm. stopped shooting as soon as it fell. And I'm like... Hey, why didn't why? why didn't we keep shooting? And they're like, "Well, we shot the Drake." And I'm like, "Who the fuck are we?" Like, <laughs> there's fucking three of us here. All like fucking all those birds should have died. Like, but, <laughs> we're not going to go over our limit by shooting six mile. Like, we're going to fucking meet our limit right there, you know? Yeah. And so I was like giving everybody shit about it. And I walk out there and it was laying on its belly, and I just grabbed it by the like the where the wing curls in, you know. Grabbed by that mm-hmm. and I flipped it over and it had a fucking shiny metal. I'm like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> and I pick it up and I'm like, walking back with it and I'm like, fuck! Like, how the fuck are we gonna figure this out, you know? And I was like, well, it's banded, and they're like, no, it's not. And I'm like, no, it definitely is. Like, hundred mm-hmm. percent. I like hold it up and they're like no fucking way and i'm like oh yes fucking way like let's figure this out you know and so i took my beanie off and we put three shells in it and we put in like two i think it was like two remingtons and a winchester so whoever drew the winchester got the band and so i held the fucking beanie up in the air they drew the other guy drew i reached in grabbed the last one i go okay on three one two open my hand and i got the red one so I got the winner and immediately yeah. they're like, you fucking rigged it. It was your fucking hat. You held it the whole time. I think I only, I think I only felt two shells in there. And I'm like, oh, are you guys f- fucking real, man? Like, <laughs> and so I took that band and to this day, Declan, he has shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably shot more ducks than I have. He's shot thousands of ducks. Still yeah. hasn't got a fucking band. Oh my god. Dude, some people have it, some people don't have the luck, dude. They don't have the luck. I mean, it goes I mean, there's a, one of my good buddies' dad. It took him 27 years to shoot a band. Yeah. Well, and like this flyway, like a lot of people will say that like I mean, there is lots of bands around. I will like when we had we had a deep sure. freeze and the refuge like completely froze, like almost mm-hmm. all the way across the water and so all these ducks were standing on the ice. So I'm out there with oh, my yeah. binoculars, you know. And like there's surprisingly a lot of bands. Like there was a lot of uh there was a lot of pintail bands. There was a lot of mallard mm-hmm. bands, and there was a shit ton of, of cackler bands. You know, oh, and yeah, like I probably, sure. I think I saw like fifteen or sixteen bands in one day out there. You know, Sick. and yeah. it's like it's not that we don't live in a flyway where you shoot a lot of bands, but like yeah. it's it's just it's different here. Like I just I the the I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, for a lot of the areas, like, especially in our area, you're shooting a lot more of the local bands that come through, mm-hmm. um, maybe because there's more banding sites, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, we shoot a lot of bands that are local, but like a hundred mile or maybe 60 mile radius local Yeah, all the way down to like a half a mile, you know, yeah. we, I haven't shot like an Alberta band for a long time. I haven't shot an Alaska band for a long time. It's been like Cooley or Moses or uh, uh, I'm gonna try to think over in Idaho down south, not south, but um, oh, oh um, they, they banned I, a shit. Ton I of shot ducks one. There. I shot one out of there. I can't remember it. It was oh, my man. that was my second band. Past Baker City. Oh my god! I'm gonna 
slap myself. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, in Spokane here, you're shooting local bands is what you shoot. If you shoot, if you shoot a band, there's yeah. not a lot. Yeah. Moses Lake, you get to the lot more of the migratorial birds, right? Because that's our main part of the flyway. So yeah. that's, you got a higher chance of that. But when you're shooting bands, yeah, you'll shoot in Alberta, you'll shoot in Alaska, but most of them are just going to be fucking not that yeah. far away. I feel like, like yeah. when people start, like when people start posting bands, like in the area, like yeah. it's, it's fucking on, like, it's like they're oh, here yeah. now. And like, I'm a big believer that like where there's one, there's more than one, like, oh, like out sure. of that, like that group that I was just talking about, um, in the rice field, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not positive obviously, but like I am on the higher end of like 90% sure that like there was more than one in that group, you know, uh-huh. especially being that close to like a banding site, you know, we were, yeah. you know, maybe 15 miles from like, as the bird flies to the banding site. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would assume that there was probably more than one in there, but it's just like groups of geese too. Like, like we don't shoot nearly as many goose bands around here because like we don't like, they're not banding like golf course birds over here. Like they are, you know, over like in oh, New yeah. York or in Maryland or, you know, places like sure. that where like guys literally go out in September and a open, like no plugs and they'll shoot fucking 35 geese and 25 will be banded. Oh, hundred percent. Well, they also have a bigger residential problem over on the East coast compared yeah. to what we have over on the, on the West coast. So you'll see a lot more of like the Tennessee, like they, you know, they shoot a lot more of those. The like upper state New York, they'll have a Maryland. They'll have a lot more of that yeah. when it happens in the early season. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, you look at guys like base. you look at guys like Dave and Brad from DSD, and like they're mm-hmm. they are like they're the one percenters that like they'll show you that there's fucking bands out here. Like they will. Oh yeah. They'll put their money where their mouth is, and they'll come. They'll come out on top. Like mm-hmm. it's just that. Oh, they. But it's patience too, right? Oh, yeah. Like they have patience to sit there and watch them and work them. They're not guiding. They're not out there with a big group of dudes. It's one of them, two of them, three if they're lucky. Like yeah. they have a badass hide. Obviously, the decoys are good, so they're laning birds a oh, whole yeah. lot more than what other people are doing. So it's like it's obvious that those two or some of these other people that are doing it, like they're taking the time, like. If I hunted with one other person right now, I mean, I would start like scratching my neck because I don't like I don't do that. Me personally, I don't do it. Like I'm always like seven deep or fucking to 18. Like I just I don't know how I, I don't ever get to hunt. I guess with my hunting, it's never a small group. So there's there's one field that I have and my best friend and I will go out there in the early season because we'll band in some of these lakes over here in Spokane. And they always, they never land in our fucking field for some reason, but they'll land in the next wheat field, not my wheat field, but they got to fly over my wheat field. So we'll run traffic and I'll go out there and I'll put my stuffers out there and I'll fucking land as much as I can and we'll band hunt. And that's just the one time a year that we actually like go out there and do that and just hunt differently than what we would normally do, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's I just, mean, we it's, just take our time with it. I it's guess. an art. I mean, it's definitely an art form. Like it's oh, yeah. not like patience and, like, and yeah yeah like before like i like I, I don't want people to think that like i think like that band hunting is not hard because like i've made some comments in the past where like it may come off like i don't think it's hard or i don't mm-hmm. think that or i think that it's easy rather mm-hmm. and it's i mean it's not like i mean i've tried my luck at it before but i also haven't like seen a band in a field and then gone to that field and waited like oh, i've been yeah. in situations where like i'm hunting like an oat field like or like mm-hmm. a barley field and it's yep. super shortcut. 
and like I can land birds and just I can look for them. But like, mm-hmm. if I didn't see one out there, like I, I have a small patience window where I'm like, fuck it, I'm shooting. Like I'm not waiting. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, there was. Uh, we had one. We had one hunt this year. I took my business partner, his dad. So I took Alex, his dad, uh, and then one of my buddy's clients uh, or one of my friends. Um, that he just actually moved up from tri cities. And so he hadn't been on a goose hunt yet in Spokane. And I was like, Hey man, I got the small, this is the like one and only time I get to hunt like small groups. So there was, like I said, there's four of us. So small, small group. So it's a small, it's a 20, 30 acre pasture field, pasture field. And you know, when the geese do it, it's the most magical thing that I'll ever experience. They they're landing at five yards away. Like you can grab them when they're coming down. It's, but and then the days that it's not like that, it's total bunk. It's fucking terrible. You don't <laughs> shoot a bird. So it's like, it's either great or terrible. Yeah. And so it was, one of, it was one of those great days. And I hunt it maybe three times a year and that's it. And they don't really ever land in this one field. They're always in the next pasture field, but he's got cows in there and he doesn't want me to shoot because it's next to his house and he's got all the cows. So anyway, so we're out there and uh, like, just like you, you know, I'm not looking for bands. I, I really, I rarely even scout this spot. I just kind of go when I know there's birds in the area because we're flying over it and I'm not afraid of, of running traffic. So go out there, set up. I'm on the far left. I got my GoPro on. I'm doing the whole vlog fucking, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and, uh, and so then I got my buddy, um, my business partner. So I got Alex's dad and then Alex on the far end. And like I said, when the geese do it, you're not shooting them past 10 yards. Like I don't, I won't do it. Like they're, they're fucking coming. Yeah, and I'm just gonna, I'm just going to let them eat. And so they fucking come over and I come up and I call the shot cause they had the wind, wind was ass backwards. So they had to turn and they had to come out in front of us, but kind of land away cause the wind was kind of blowing a quarter, you know, in yeah. our face. And so they were kind of landing away. But so I would call the shot when I would have the middle to last bird in front of me. Cause at least these other ones are going to be out in front of the rest of the group call it. I come up, I go boom, one, boom, two. And then I'm, I'm like trying to get to the last one and I fucking hit that one. And that long flies way out there. And I'm like, yeah, nice shot. And I look over, I'm like, what do we do? And you know, you know, all pumped up and like, Oh, we have three down, like out of four of us. <laughs> what? Like, I, I'm like, what are they too, they too fucking close. And they're like, I don't know what happened. And I was like, ah. Uh. And so Alex shot one on the far right. I got my dog Nash. And so I run out there and, you know, Nash picks up one, he picks up Alex's bird, comes to me. And I look down, I'm like, motherfucker, that's banded. Sick. <laughs> and I'm like, and this is the area that when one's banded, they're all banded. So instantly I'm like, second one, I look up and it's like this. And it's just like, ting, ting, yeah. ting. So I'm like, fuck yeah. And then instantly I'm, I'm starting to get, I'm starting to, I'm really happy. But then I'm starting to think back. I'm like, I'm fucking pissed. There was six birds and we have three on the ground. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And I look at the I look at the third one in my dog's mouth and it's just ting ting. It's oh, just banded too. And then all of a sudden, and the 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 other three they're they're turning around and coming back. And I'm like, and I'm in the middle of the field. You don't ever call the fucking geese back when you're in the middle of the field. And the dog's like, ah. And so I'm like, I get Nash to lay down. I'm laying on three. You, It's on our YouTube channel. And I'm sitting there just like chewing on these fucking bands. I'm so stoked. I'm like, we just did this. And the three geese are coming back. And Alex is calling. He's calling. And they make a wide turn. And they just peace out after they fly over this big yellow blob and this other fucking blob me <laughs> sitting in the middle of the field. And I'm like, oh, my God. I wish I would have got out of the field. Like, they could have had the chance. And I'm running back. And 
And so I'm all smiling, grinning, and I, I look at Alex, and he's like, what? And I just take all the geese, and I just throw them at him. And I'm like, check this, bitch. And they're <laughs> all abandoned. And he's like, no way. And so, you know, long story short, like, I, I, I looked at everyone. I go, okay, I'm just saying it. My field, my spread, yeah. my dog, my this, my that. I know I shot one, probably two, maybe three, but yeah. we won't go there. It's okay. So, <laughs> so anyways, I got one. Got to get your yeah, piece of the one. pie. Alex got one. Yeah, I was like, bro, this is my, my my buddy next to me. He's like, I I missed, like I missed so bad. Yeah. I was like, well, there's four of us. You took yourself out of the picture, so fuck it, dude. Yeah. Everyone gets one. That's but, fucking awesome. I don't know. I thought we were gonna I, have. I thought we were gonna have a moment like that this year. We were hunting this like super short fescue field, and it's the same field I've seen in the past. It's on my uh, one of my reels back from like a year ago. But I drove by, and there was like, fuck, I don't know. There was like six seven hundred fucking mallards out there and like 90 percent of them were drakes and i was like this is like fucking crazy you know yeah and i never hunted it this year i get off work early one day so i bust over i scout south of where i live and i was like fuck man like no birds i'm like running out of daylight you know i'm like fuck it i'll just check this place like there's been enough rain there's probably a little bit of water in the field i drive out there and there's a fucking truck sitting in front of the field and i'm like son of a bitch like and i see a dog poke its head out of the back window and i'm like fuck me like game over. god damn it so i pull up and i roll the window down and i look over and it's a guy well it's his name's uh his name's casey stone he was friends with he's friends with eric and and stuff like yeah. that and he hunted with my brother back in the day and he looks over and he's like tanner whitley and i'm like casey and he's like what are you doing and i'm like what what are you doing like you're in front of my field <laughs> and he's like are you working tomorrow and i go no and he goes you want to hunt tomorrow and i go yeah and he's like all right let's go to the farmer then go to the farmer go back out there and all these birds are just piling in there dude there's so many mallards like and there's like nothing else just mallards and then like a handful of woods and a handful of pintail and i'm like we're like game planning it's like 20 mile an hour winds raining sideways i'm like dude tomorrow's gonna be so epic like it is gonna be yeah. like the hunt of a lifetime you know so we're like game planning what we're gonna do next morning we get out there and we like call an audible like omaha omaha we're like wait 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 hold on yeah. let's do this like this is a little bit bigger water it's not near as far out i go i think like we all agreed that like this was going to be a better option based on the wind because it was windy as fuck it was like mm. 20 to 25 mile an hour winds sustained oh, yeah. like it was oh, yeah. it was super like windy. white cap on the fucking ripples dude right? <laughs> it was so windy and so we're like sitting there and like it's like 15 minutes of shooting light and here comes like a pair of mallards and they just bombed in like 15 feet from us. And I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be yeah. so quick and so bad. <laughs> and all of a sudden, here comes like 60. And then here comes like 100. And then here comes another 50. And I'm like, fuck, they're all going to no. come at once. <laughs> and so we're out here and like, a f like, a fe like, you know what a fescue field is? Like, they're it's not yeah. super tall. And we're in fucking yeah. layout blinds. Like, you know. And like, oh, in, yeah. in my opinion, like ducks, they, they don't care as much as like geese do. But like when you have big numbers like that, it's, it changes everything. Like when you have 60 sets of eyes looking like it, like yeah. one of them is going to fucking see something. Of and course. so like before shooting light, they were all, I mean, they, at one point I could have just stood up and like caught like a limit. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be really cool if they all fucking leave. Like if they can all <laughs> go away and come back and like groups of like five 
one one ones and twos <laughs> would be perfect you know exactly and so we're like sitting there and there's like five minutes left and here comes this like mondo wad of like like i don't even know how many there was but i have a video on my phone and like we're calling at him like getting him like kind of come over just just to like be in the moment you know and i can you can't see him on the phone but you can hear me and i go holy fuck i go look at all those fucking ducks and you can hear casey like oh my god like and then like five <laughs> seconds later, like the screen just like it like comes in, you know, and you're just like, holy shit, man. Like, yeah. but we ended up like, like I said, like ones and twos, those were our birds, like big groups. Yeah. Like we would get some groups coming in, but there's so many mallards that like when the widgeon came in, I was like, we, were, we all agreed like, no, like let's, let's do, yeah. let's do a mallard hunt. We'll shoot for all greenheads, you know, about 45 minutes in that changed. And I'm like, okay, everything's dying. Like everything is coming everything coming in is not leaving like everything's gonna die mm-hmm. so i open up with a penny hen and i was like well that's a good fucking bird to start with like <laughs> you know like you know what i mean like not only is Got it my one. not only is it the only bird that you can shoot one of around here it was a fucking hen and i'm like well that's really fucking cool so i caught some shit for that and then yeah. i'm on the right side of the blind because i'm kind of like the low guy on the totem pole like the other two guys have hunted together forever and I was like, fuck it, I'll take the right side. Like, it is what it is. With the way the wind was, it's like, it doesn't, like, as soon as you shoot, yeah. they're going to be fucking gone. They're, they're going to be, they're yeah. in the next area code already. And yeah. so these three widgeon came by, and there was like a smaller group of mallards, like, out, like, in the distance, you know? And so we, like, let the widgeon work for a minute. And finally, like, they came in, and Casey's like, shoot him if you got a shot. So they're coming straight at me. So I open up, and I grab my gun, and all of a sudden, they, like, bail, like, hard right. And they're like parallel with me at this point. They bail hard right. And so I'm like leaned like over the side of my blind. And I'm like, I can't fucking like, I can't even see down my barrel, you know? And so yeah. I like line it up as good as I can, pull the trigger and two of them go down. And I was like, nice. oh, fuck yeah, that was cool. And Hell so yeah. I like sit up a little bit. Next shot, I miss. Third shot, I wipe the third one out. So now I've got four birds and I don't have a mallard yet. And I'm like, well, this is fucking like really cool, you know? <laughs> so we get this pair that comes in. And I shot at one of them and Casey shot one. And then the other guy, one of them going out, he winged and it sailed all the way out of the field over the road and then just died midair in the annual field. That's like shin high. And I'm like, fuck, like, yeah, I'm never going to find that one. And so we get done and we had 11 birds. We got all picked up and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, let's, I'm going to run over and I'm going to drive that and look down the row and see if I can see like where it hit, you know? And so we're looking and stuff and I'm like, it's got to be like right here. Like this is like third power pole. Like it's got to be close, you know? And so we get out and we're like walking around, walking around. I look at Casey and I go, Hey, I go, this is the one. And he's like, what do you mean? And I go, it's going to be banded. And he's like, this would be the one that's banded. If it is like, it's the one that sailed away. The one that we have like the lowest odds of finding and Casey's like out in the middle of the field and he like, he's like, I got it. I got it. And I'm like, what's like, what, what's the score? Like, you know, and he like holds up and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And he, I'm like, yeah, like, let's go. Like, I thought it was banded. It wasn't. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, give it to Corey. I don't fucking want that one now. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, let him clean it. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, I mean, oh, it's, it man. just, it's funny how like, you know, this year, like I tried to shoot more mallards and like, I just. I kind of hunted, I hunt alone a lot. So it's like really up to me, like what I do. And so I was like, oh, you know, I'll just, you know, the days I have that I can shoot mallards, I'll shoot mallards. Well, and like this year I shot more mallard limits than I did anything any other year, really. 
And yeah. I just like towards the end of the season, like when there was like the countdown where it was like, this is the last like two weeks of season, you know? And I'm just like, mm-hmm. <sighs> and I'm like, I gotta have something mm-hmm. happen. You know, one of my buddies yeah. is a guide across the tree line from me. And it was like the week before that he shot a band on December 1st and on January 1st, a month apart. And I was like, you fucking dirtbag. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just like, dude, like, I'm like, I wonder oh, yeah. how many times. Cause like our, our, our spots are like 500 yards apart, Nick. like not oh. very far apart. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm like, I wonder how He's many times. Yeah. I'm like, how many times has that bird come in? Like, and I just like oh let God. it go or like, you know what I mean? But these old birds that are 14, 16, 20 years old. It's like, how many spreads did you fly through? Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. But it's nuts. Yeah. <sighs> bands. Yeah. Fucking bands. Fucking bands. Ruin your life, love your life, man. Yeah. It's just, they fucking heart melt. Or you can just buy them on fucking <laughs> eBay like my buddy does in K Falls. Perfect. We always, Perfect. we always give him shit because like the one year he didn't come to summer, he hunted K Falls and he shot two bands on opening like he ended the year with like i think he shot like 12 bands and i was just like dude you gotta stop buying them like like you're gonna run them out i'm like you need to wait and buy them in bulk like i'm trying to save you money he's like i'm seriously not fucking buying these like and they're all like they're all like like one-year-old birds too like none of them are like mature like they're all just like like these local young dumb birds that are just getting shit on in cave falls you know yeah, we give yeah. him shit for it, but he's a he's a good kid. He just yeah, he's got all the he's got the he's spot. Got a fucking necklace full of them. He's got he's starting to get that way. Like he's and I'm like, yeah, fucking, you're gonna be you're gonna be somebody his, one of these days. Is his head getting big too? Like, no, no, to, he's super. No, he's super good about it. Like he's super like jokingly about it, but like deep down he yeah. jokes with me and like I like see it in the Facebook group message and I just like close out of Facebook and I'm like driving down the road and I'm like. Fuck there's you. a fucking telephone pole right there I'm like, <laughs> i know i could get my truck up to about 100 miles an hour in about six seconds and just like a fucking this bitch <laughs> just fucking squirt my luck i'd hit it and i wouldn't die <laughs> yeah yeah no shit yeah. you would slip and go around it <laughs> yeah i'd fucking miss it and just end up in the middle of the field you know good luck explaining oh, that yeah. how'd you end up a half mile out in the field don't fucking worry about yeah. it man uh, yeah i don't want i don't want to fucking talk about yeah. it yeah <laughs> all right let's get to the meat and potatoes of this thing yeah so owner, co-owner, Pacific Calls. Co-owner. Co-owner, co-owner Pacific yeah. Calls. How'd it start? What was the, uh, like, what, what's the story of it? 10 by 10 shack, man. Um, I've, uh, I came over, I grew up over in Seattle, came over to Spokane to play baseball um, at, a, at the community college here. Met this one gentleman, his name was Aaron. He was also a catcher, but he was a year older than me. So he had one year left, you know, two year program. Um, after our first, after my first year, his second year, I just, I said, fuck it. Like I've been hunting my entire life. My dad's been doing the, you know, the Canada trips forever. He's been traveling doing all this shit. I've been able to hunt with him my entire life, but not travel, not go Canada, not do all this cool shit. And I've always just had to fucking wait till after season or or have to wait till I'm done with baseball. till I'm done with school to join him. So finally, my dad calls me one day and he's like, Hey, I'm going to Canada this time frame. Uh, I'm assuming you can't come cause fall ball. And I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking, I'm done with baseball. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I want to go to Canada. Like you've been going since I was 10. I'm 22 years old. I'm fucking over this. Like I want to go. And he's like, well, I mean, ask your coaches. And I go, I'm no, I'm done. I'm fucking done. <laughs> so 
So I walk like literally it was like the next day I had to walk into my uh, player coaches meeting and they're like, all right, Trevor. So, you know, you got summer camp, you got this, you know, what's your workout program? I go, well, I'm going to pick up my duck call a lot more and my goose call a lot more. And I'm going to practice for Canada. And they're like, what? <laughs> and the head starts turning like yeah. this. And my one coach starts smiling. I was like, so after the whole thing, I quit baseball. I was just, I was done with that. I wanted to go hunt. I wanted to enjoy my time. I'm fucking five, nine white. I ain't going to the pros. <laughs> like I know as far as I'm going to go, I'm as good as sitting on the bullpen in, as the bullpen bitch. Cause I was a catcher and I didn't play much. So, and I was like, I'm done. Like it, it's over. My, I know where my career is ending it right now. It's today. And they're like, wow. Okay. And so one, one of my coaches like saw that come in, um, and, you know, part of my way, um, the Aaron guy that I was hanging out with him and I just fucking hit the road. Like we were hunting every day. He lived on my couch while we were going to school. I fucking had my, my mom gave me her gas card accidentally for the month of November. <laughs> oh, and I, I fucking racked that bitch up to like $700 of gas. And I was driving all over Spokane and we were hunting our asses off. And so hunting was it, ended. And was, was it like, one of the cards that you could put food on too? Yeah, yeah. I had a, one of those in fucking high school. One time, yeah. I go inside to like pay for food or pay for gas, and I was like, "Yeah, fuck, I want like a like I want like a like a like a tornado or like a fucking chili yeah. dog or whatever." And I'm like, "Let me get a chili dog." And they're like, "Okay, I'm like how much you putting on it?" And I'm like, "Twenty five on pump two or whatever, you know." Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, it'll be twenty six fifty." And I'm like, "Give her the card, slides it, and I'm expecting her to say like denied," and she's like, "Good yeah. to go." And I'm like. You can use this on fucking food, and I'm like, oh, I'm <laughs> fucked, man. All of a sudden, my dad's like, "Hey, um, your gas bill was like two hundred and eighty dollars," and I'm like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, like, what's all the random charges for like ten, fifteen bucks on it?" And I'm like, "It's just like little little Phillips here and there, Dad. You don't want to run it too Nothing. low, you know." But, but, but I just had to ask because I had the same. Yeah. I had a gas card yeah, in high dude. school. But yeah, I, I would put fucking food on it, and I got in trouble. Oh yeah, quickly, dude. I fucking gained so much weight that first year off of baseball, eating just tornados, drinking energy drinks. I mean, we hunted—I don't know—five days a week easily. Like, I quit going to. I went to school, but I took classes that all my friends were in, so I would just like copy them, or they would <laughs> let me cheat off their tests, and I wouldn't. And I wasn't going to school. I would just—I would literally just duck a goose hunt every single day. So, anyways, hunting season ends. I'm sitting there, we're all, you know, same thing, the blues. Everyone's all mopey, depressed. And uh, Aaron calls me, and he's like, dude, my dad's making a, my dad's making a duck call. And I was like, that's, that's cool. Like, how? And long story short, his uh, one over there, his dad showed us how to make duck calls. So this Aaron, Cat, and I, we were, we were just making, um, we would take a, a poplar rod, fucking closet rod, learn how to cut it down, get the right shape, sand it, um, put a finish on it. And I would shove an echo insert into it. And I was like, Oh, I'm a duck call maker. Cool. Um, and, uh, and I, and I, I kind of took that and there was, there was throughout all the years hunting with my dad, he had, you know, tons of connections, tons of friends, and they all knew me cause I was just a little short stack that was just chasing my dad around while he was guiding, while he was doing this, while I was a club and all of this crap. So, you know, uh, my dad was like, Hey, this is cool. My, my kid's making duck calls. So I started getting phone calls and people were like, Hey, I want to buy your duck call. Like I want to support you. And I was like, what, what do you, what do you mean? You want to support me? 
man, I had beer money out of my ass. I was selling, <laughs> I was selling poplar rod with echo inserts and I didn't know what an echo insert was back then. Yeah. You know, you could, you could, you can go to Woodcraft. I don't know if you know what Woodcraft is. They, they sell, um, hand, uh, hand turning tools, wood tools, all of this shit. Um, and it's really for hobbyists. But they had packs there of echo inserts. It didn't say echo or anything. It just said duck calls. Yeah. But it was an echo insert. So I would just buy the five pack you could buy. And I'm shoving it in there and I'm selling, you know, a poplar barrel with a fucking echo insert for like a hundred bucks. And I was like, this is easy. Fuck. But I just had a lot of cool people that yeah. wanted to support me. That's and awesome. so so, you know, doing that, then I started experimenting, you know, we, we'd go buy, like, we'd save up our money and go buy, like, one piece of acrylic, like, one rod. 48 inches was, like, back then it was probably $62 for 48 inches of it. And I'm like, that's an ass load of beer. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. We'd buy one. You sit there, you fucking chisel away, and you break it because your tool's fucking dull. And then you wasted $5 there, and then you're figuring out how to drill press and blah, 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 all this shit. So... So about a year and a half of that, starting to figure it out, two years getting into it, um, I transferred down to Washington State University, and I bring my, no shit, I, li- I moved into this house, there were seven of us, and the basement would flood. Well, I had, a, I, had a, I had a spare bedroom in there, that or a spare room in there, and then one of our roommates lived in the basement as well, but when the snow would melt, it would fucking come through our foundation, and the entire basement would start flooding, so I had my call-making room. I would put my waders on and I would hang all of my electrical, all my plugins, everything up on the ceiling. And I would sit there and make wood calls until like 11, 12 o'clock. And that's when we go to the bars is at 11 o'clock at night. And so everyone's pre-funking doing this shit. And I'm making, you know, I'm making duck calls down in the basement. Well, that goes for the first year of school. And then uh, the third year, I'm, uh, Aaron and I, so I think we're on year like three and a half at this point. Aaron calls me and he's like, Hey, this dude, uh, Alex wants to, you know, he wants to come check out calls. I was like, right on, like, you know, show him our goose call, show him our duck call. They went out to some park and they were blowing duck calls or some shit. And, um, and he came back. And so Alex had a couple ideas that he wanted to, you know, to tell Aaron. So Aaron called me and he's like, Hey, this guy's super cool. Like he's got a bunch of ideas. Um, I think you should meet him. So I come up, it's Cinco. It's a day after it's the morning after Cinco de Mayo. So you, WSU, yeah. Washington State, oh, you 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 party. It's it's Cinco de Mayo. It's graduation. It's everything. I'm super hungover. Like I'm I'm driving back up to Spokane. I got to meet my parents. I'm gonna meet this Alex guy, and um, I'm walking down to the backyard to the ten by ten shack that we were in, and I meet Alex, and I'm like, hey, how's it go? And I'm all tired and woozy, and and so he's like, hey, man. Check out my goose call. Him and Aaron were fucking with goose calls all morning. And I blow into the thing. I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't like this goose call. Well, fucking 12 years, you know, whatever years later, it's our 509 goose call. Um, and oh, that's so, fucking funny. So I'm like, I hate it. I don't like it. My parents are walking down in the backyard. They're like, Hey everybody. Like we want to check out what you guys are doing. So we leave, like, we leave family vacation, summertime come back Alex calls me and he's like hey like I really like what you and Aaron have you know going on so chatting with Aaron chatting with Alex uh long story we Alex joins the three of us and he's like I want to buy in so what is he like you know buying on a company I'm like well how do you like what do you do you know I don't know anything about this he buys a lathe and buys like I'm like you gotta buy five sticks of acrylic 
he's like, okay, you know, he's already graduated. He's got yeah. a job and I'm sitting here just like counting pennies and, <laughs> and he't like, I can do Don't that. Have fucking like, two nickels to rub together. Oh my God, I got dick on me. So so he so he joins in and so then we take the we move everything out of the shop because I, uh, Alex, he's got a you know nice two car garage. So we move everything over to the garage and um, and so everything production started moving over there. Um, after a year of running that way, uh, Aaron called up and he's like, Hey bro, heart's not in it. I want to go, uh, I want to coach baseball. You know, he loved baseball. Like the guy, he was from Portland actually, um, was a hell of a baseball player. So he went to go coach baseball. Alex and I kept with the call making. Um, so that's pretty much like the basics of, and that was 2011 is when we actually signed the dotted line saying we were a business called Pacific calls. Damn. That's That's yeah. a cool that's a pretty unique story right there. I mean, uh, it's definitely not yeah. your like typical, like, you know, Oh, I rented a space. Like I did this. I learned from that. Like you just, you guys, you guys just fucking dove in it like head first. I, you know, I didn't have, and that was something I've always kind of held, you know, my head up to is like, we didn't have a Tim grounds of zinc Saunders or somebody to be like, Hey, let me show you the ropes. Not saying that anybody got a free pass, right. but we didn't really have, we didn't have, I didn't have the person teaching us and we was just kind of us. I mean, I had a call, I had two call makers books. I read those back and forth. You know, you go on to the call makers, what was it? Custom call makers designs, something like that website. You read all the forms like Shanahan's on there talking. I didn't know who the fuck Trevor was. I didn't know who Jimbo was. I didn't know who any of these people were. Yeah. So I was just this, I was just this kid that goose hunted with my dad my entire life. And like, my dad and Saunders were the stars because I knew yeah. Tri-Cities and I knew Patterson and I knew Spokane. That's it. Yeah. Like I didn't know anything past that. I didn't know who fucking like I barely knew who Strand was at the time. And so I was like, I like this is this was my idea of call making. And it was just trial and error, trial and error. We were in the garage from 2011, 2012, 2013. I graduated college 2013. And then we uh, Alex's wife got pregnant and um and they were having their first kid. And so they had the first kid as we were in the garage. I graduate and, you know, we're sitting there. I would come up every weekend. I would leave school, come up, and it would be me, uh, Alex, our buddy Higley, and then maybe one other. And we would just get shit canned until like three in the morning, playing with fucking tools, making duck calls, trying to figure out how to like make a competition call and all this dumb shit. And Jen just goes, You guys are out. Like, get the fuck out of here if you're doing this as a business and i'm like well how like we got to pay for a, a place so alex and i are like uh well we either cut the business or we go find a spot to keep producing duck calls um i graduated college we scoped out around it for a while i officially moved to spokane and we found uh, our first shop which is actually a block away from us right now so that's crazy man did that yeah yeah. God, it's yeah, funny you so. mentioned Shanahan because he used to have his YouTube channel. He used to be like T Rex. Old T Rex. I hope he does this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I he like he would he had a video. I remember it like super well. He was sitting in a fucking recliner chair. Yeah, in his dude, living room. He's just, he's sit, he's just sitting he was, there like this. He was Let sitting me tell there. You. He was sitting there like that big black dude that has his cock out over the bed that's like touching yeah, the floor. Oh you my know? god, I should do yeah, that. Yeah, dude. To him. So he'd be sitting there and he's like, "So today, like, we're gonna talk about the triple cluck." And I'm like, "You motherfuckers yeah. can triple cluck? 
Like you can throw three. You can do three. I can fucking barely do one of them, dude. But like, I used (laughs) to watch his videos like I was watching porn. Like, I would like drive to school with them playing. Like, I would like watch them any moment I had at home. Like, I learned so much from like his those 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 videos that like you look at now and you're like, (laughs) it's fucking like it's Shanahan like. It's a, yeah, he's in his living, his you know, parents' living room. And then, like, he moved out to, like, the garage, and he would do them in the garage. And then you're like, oh, fuck, like, he's out of the living room. And you're like, shit, yeah. man, you know? He's expanding. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, one yeah. of those, he's, like, one of those fucking, uh, those little toys you get. You put them in the water, and they, you know, they get oh, bigger. Oh, dude, for yeah, sure, man. man. It was crazy. Oh, it's, my God. It's crazy seeing, like, where he start like, his old, like, YouTube and stuff, and then, like, all the competitions that he's won and like just like the oh incredible God. caller that he is now, you know, dude, he, so he'll come out to the shop. We'll hang out and fuck it. I'm like, here, blow this. And he'll just blow, he'll just blow the call out. And I was like, that's so stiff. Like, how do you do that? And he's like, let me, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And then he just goes to town. And you're just like, Oh, how do you, how do you do that, man? Yeah. It's like Kyle Jones and any of these boys that come in blow. And I'm like, how the fuck do you produce Dude. so much air, so much rhythm, so much clarity? It's just mind blowing how it's. I mean, I'm like, I, I looked at him one day. I was like, "You're like fucking Jimi Hendrix on the goddamn guitar. <laughs> like, how the hell? Yeah. You're not black, but you can fucking rock like that. Right? Yeah, good for you, Dude, Yeah, I mean, it's like I asked Eric about it because, like, I got, I did a couple like the when, and strands a hell of a good. Yeah, too. when yeah. the ICA, like the International Callers thing came yeah. out or whatever like they did some like online shit and i'm like well, that's kind of cool yeah. like i can do it for my house like fuck yeah so i like, yeah. hit up eric and i'm like hey i'm like what's some tips and he's like on what and i'm like like a goose you know and he's like well he's like i'll just i'll send you mine so he like sends me one of his and i'm like you don't fucking expect <laughs> me to like like can you, <laughs> i can't read this this is all <laughs> japanese man. yeah like what the fuck are you how do you do that you know exactly. and then like i like I mean, I'm not like a like I'm not like a great like competition caller or anything, but like mm-hmm. I can call geese in the field, you know. But for yeah. me, it's like putting like all the pieces together and like building that, you know. You kind of you know up and yeah. then you get down and it's up and then it's you know it's like I can't fucking do it, man. Like I'd love to be able to do it, but like I can't. Like Eric was like, you have like just like paint a picture, and I'm like, I'm not fucking Bob Ross. Like I can't fucking paint, man. Do you see this hair? It's not a fucking afro, dude. Yeah, I don't got it. You know, but like listening to guys call like that, it's like it can be done. You just have oh, yeah. to like, like obviously you have to work yeah. for it. But hundred percent, you have 100%. to like figure out like on your own. Like I was like at the sportsman show, like you know I blow a call and I do like a you know I do like a rolling double clock, and mm-hmm. they'd be like, "How do you do that?" And I'm like, "Fuck!" Like I. And I'm like, oh, hold on. I'm like, let me, let me turn blow the, it like 10 more times. Yeah, I'm like, let me turn the call around. And so I like, turn the call around and I'm like, can you kind of hear it? And they're like, yeah, but like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, you're breaking one over with like your diaphragm and then you're breaking the other over with your tongue, but you keep it. And they're like looking at me like I'm speaking like French to them. And I'm oh. like, hold on a second. So I do it again. And I'm like, yeah. So like you and I'd like explain it. And I'm like, I can't fucking explain this. Like, like the you're day that I become so a dad hard. and I have to teach somebody how to fucking oh, do something is the day that so, I will meet my kryptonite. I'm so fucked. I'm so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> well, that's why, you know, Scott Shrinen, he's an amazing caller, but he's a better teacher. Bad grammar, everything that he's produced yeah. from the malt side of life. Like you, there's, I mean, Dave used to have, I mean, there's a ton, there's tons of instructionals and they all have their different, 
you know, eras, they all had the different ways of doing it. But like, I'll give Scott the mad props on how to teach people how to be a successful caller. It's just, it's something that's like always, he's, that's his, he shines. He shines in that. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it it just like having somebody that can blow a call like that and then teach. It's like, it's one thing you want to add teaching to it. Yeah. It's like, fuck man. Like I, I'm so lost right now. Like, but I, I get what you're saying, but I have to like, I need to like, you're painting with like markers and I need a crayon. Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, I'm painting with these things. (laughs) Yeah. Can you help me define these? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I I don't know how to, I can't explain it. Like, I'm not, I don't know what to do with my, I'm like Ricky Bobby at the end of the race. Yeah. No shit. Right. And, uh, and the more and more shows you go to and the more and more instructional time you have with other people, it starts rolling. Uh, Alex, he's a phenomenal instructor. Like he, he, he really knows how to break things down. I'm like my dad, my dad's like, just make this note. Yeah. I'm like, uh, the fuck does what? luck? Like, what do you mean? The, how to make that note? He's like, I don't know. It's what I did. I was like, fuck you. Like, yeah, thanks for the fucking dad, help. You're my, yeah, you're my dad. Teach me asshole. He's like, I don't know. Uh, I can't do it. But like, I, I got that trait. And so I've had to learn a lot more to like really express and like what my tongue's doing, what my diaphragm's doing, my airflow, my hands and all of this. And dude, yeah. some it's just like a coach in anything. Like you're either a great player and then you're an even better coach or you're a great coach or you're a shitty coach and a great player. Like, yeah. you know. Well, it's like that it. cackler call that we came out with. It's like I, I like my call, I've tuned it and, and shaved it and like done things to it to make it more like for me. But like picking yep. up the calls that are like just they're tuned from the from you know Eric tunes them and then the they come out and it's like you know you have to kind of you got to kind of mess with it and and like guys were asking like oh how do you like to blow it you know and I'm like well I'm like it's a it's like a short read but it's like a it's a big bore so you got to have a little bit of back pressure in it and like well, what's back pressure and I'm like um well let me show you. Like, you know, exactly. and it's like, and then they, you know, they try to do it and they're like, well, how come it doesn't sound like you? And I'm like, well, you got to understand that. Like, I, like I've been, I, I've been blowing these calls like this for like a long, like I took my I five killer from bill and I necked it down into a cackle call because I didn't have a BC minima or I didn't have, you know, before I was born and raised, I didn't have a bang ring. I didn't have, um, the call from uh, basin. I can't think of the name of it, but like, I didn't have a cackle uh, call. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I had to make whatever I had work for me. And yeah. like, it's just, it, it takes time to figure all that out. But, you know. Yeah, it does. Well, and that's the thing, too, about calls. It's like, I always try to explain it's like a guitar. Not every guitar is going to be tuned to the right person on like what they want to hear. So you got to, you got to tune it yourself to the style of caller that you are. You got to, you got to play with it. You got to understand what this instrument's trying to do so you can perform with it. Yeah. It's not like, the way I tune something for myself may sound great for me, but it may sound like ass for you. But if, but if you go buy the product from anybody, I don't give a fuck who you are. And you pick up like, this call sucks. It's like, no, 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 no. Like the call probably works. Even the polycarb calls, they work. You just got to know how to tune it for your style of calling. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the thing is like a lot of guys sound better. Like some guys were saying, they were like, like one guy, um, he's kind of an acquaintance of ours and everything. And he has the cackle call. And he was like, I just don't like it. Like, I can't blow it. Like, I'm selling it like a hundred bucks, you know, whatever. And I was like, I like messing. I'm like, dude, I'm like, let me have it. I, I'll like, I'll, 
I'll make it work for you. Like, it's a great call. Yeah. I'll make it work for you. Like you just, you got to tune 100%. it differently, you know? Yeah. And he just like, didn't want to tune it. And I, like, that's fine. Like whatever, like everybody has different strokes for different folks, but like, mm-hmm. like if you can't figure something out, like you can't just, you can't just fucking bag it. Like you gotta, you yeah. gotta work. You gotta figure it out. And like, do like, even if you don't know how to like do it, there's somebody close to you in your area that can help you or like that can well, and hopefully you know, hopefully that you buy a product that you can call the person that either made it or the person that's helping tune them or someone that's associated yeah. with the fucking company that can be like i'm either direct you to the person or i'm gonna show you what to do differently yeah and that's one thing I but did. a lot of people are like afraid of even doing that it's like yeah some guys will call me up and they're like well hey i don't want to bug you i'm like no 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 this is my job <laughs> like yeah Please, please bug me because I want you to enjoy my product right. as much as I enjoy it. So right. if you don't enjoy it, then I don't get paid and then I don't enjoy this shit. So like <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy yeah. what I do, but like you got to like my product. I want to keep yeah. getting better at it too. Well, and I'm sure like so. Eric and Cody and those guys are going to love it. But, like at the show, like anytime I sold a call, I would tell them like if there's something, because something goes wrong and like say you take it apart and you can't get it back to where it was. I'm like, call Eric, call like call like email us and let us know and like send it in like we like we'll fix it like you know like yeah. some guy came up and he's like hey i just bought this blah 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 like a year ago and like the reeds like sticking really bad like there's like something like sticking and i'm like okay and he's like how do i fix it and i'm like well i'm like soaking in warm water like take a q-tip like take the reed out and everything take a q-tip like clean it like don't like you know obviously don't leave the reed in it you're gonna bend the 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 reed but like clean it up a little bit put it back together if it works, great. If it doesn't, send it in. Like, we'll fix it. We'll get it back running like it should be, and you'll be on your way. Like, yeah. like a lot of guys, like, a call starts sticking. They're like, fuck this. I'm throwing it away. I'm buying something different. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's a fuck. Like, like it's a fucking read. Like, yeah. it, it sticks <laughs> sometimes. Like, sometimes, exactly. like, you know, you drink a fucking code red while you're out hunting. Like, God forbid, I would fucking hate to take apart Matt Judy's calls. Like, I'm sure those things oh. are, like, fucking cum socks, dude. Just fucking stuck together. Like, <laughs> oh he's got to clean them at least twice a week with all the shit he drinks. Oh, you no know? shit. Dude, so it's like you can't just real. throw something away and just fucking give up on it, you know? You got to, no. you know, but. You got to try. You got to learn it. You got to know it. You got to give it the fucking chance. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, and, like, a lot of people just don't know the dynamics of, like, what cork actually does and, like, you know shit turns waterlogged man put a new cork in it oh my god this call's like brand new or it's like i get the phone calls like hey so like my reads cracked do i gotta buy a whole new call i'm like i'm so glad you called me before you even went to my website to buy a new duck call because you your read is broken yeah like i'll i'll retune this thing like you can retune them i'm like yeah you can pull it out and you put a new one in they're like just holy shit i didn't even know i go go, you've never even taken the read out once or like well no i don't want like i love the way it sounds i go well it doesn't go anywhere you can just pull and put it back you're like well what if i put it in wrong i go there's two sides to it like you just yeah flip it like what oh i just i didn't want to fuck with it i was like Especially like duck okay. calls. Like I get people with goose calls because like you take the guts of a goose call out, multiple parts, and like yeah. there's like a lot of shit going on. But like a duck mind call, mind fucks you. They like, mind fuck you on goose calls. Like reads yeah. out, and then it's like yeah. you put it back in, and it's it, it, it goes one way. Like yeah, it, you can tell yeah. like by like you can see which way it you know you can't you exactly. and you can't even put them in upside down anymore because the fucking it's dog eared. Like, yeah, right. you know, most of the time you buy a call, both sides aren't going to be fucking dog-eared. Like, the, nah. guy, the guys building the calls are, like, professionals, 
and they like yeah. they know what they're like they know which side to cut and if they do cut the wrong side they're not going to reuse the same fucking piece of my like they're going to they're just going to get a new piece yeah because it's not even worth a quarter of that penny that you just fucking yeah. did like, yeah like, like we'll, we'll we'll keep going so we'll make it right we'll make it well hopefully most of us will make it right some may not i don't know but i can't speak for every call maker yeah like i tell yeah. everybody i'm not a professional I just, yep. I'm a, I'm a construction worker. Like I don't, I don't, this isn't a paid gig. <laughs> yep. Oh. I enjoy this. I enjoy this. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Well, we didn't really, I mean, we've been on for over, a little over an hour. I mean, we didn't really get through fucking, we didn't really get through anything. No, <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> you know what that means though? Part two. Yep. Have to do a part two. Let's do it. Um, Yeah, man. I mean, the we got. I mean, we got through the making of of Pacific Calls, and yeah, you know, we had that was kind of like my big thing was like I wanted to know kind of like where you started, how it came from. I mean, your guys' story is it's an incredible story. Like the way, like quitting baseball to start hunting, and then like in the garage and your fucking waders in the water. Like you're lit. You were literally like risking your life to make a dude my roommate was living in the room next to me i'm like you <laughs> you live in this shit dude and he's like well i got nowhere else to go like yeah. my rent's cheaper down here and i was like his fuck. name is deck and i was like bro you gotta get the fuck up stairs, <laughs> dude. this is bad down here but yeah, yeah no it's it's dude it's been a wild ride um alex and i i think the the one of the funniest parts about this whole call making experience is breaking into the spokane community college into their classes and 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 alex had done it more than i have i went one time but we'd literally go into the classes as they're at the machining classes and learn how to turn on a lathe like a, a cnc lathe yeah. like we would we'd go to the classes and and they would be like well what like what class are you in and i'm like i don't i don't go to school here yeah i'm not a student I, i'm not a student i just want to know how to make a cnc go on <laughs> And so we like, luckily we knew the professor. And so we got to know him. He got to help us out. We had an old boy next to us. And he he's the one that really sparked us about getting our own machine because he's like, he fucking hated turning duck calls. Cause we were like, dude, we got two rods of acrylic. Like, can you please do it? And he's like, I got to turn a whole job into two rods of acrylic. Like this is a pain in the ass to change yeah. the tools out, all this shit. But he just, he finally pushed us. He's like, Hey, you know what you paid me this last year? You could go buy a machine. And Alex, the way his brain works, he's just like, oh, well, I'm going to go, we'll go buy our own. <laughs> and so we're, I'm literally sitting there in the airport. We're going to go down to a show. And he's like, hey, look at this Haas. You know, Haas is a, is a manufacturer of a, of a CNC company. And, and so I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, how much are those? He's like, $42,000. I'm like, what? Fuck. I go, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, well, no, I mean, it's a, see, it's, com- it's a big machine. It's the size of your car. And I go, dude, I, I can barely afford my car payment. Like you want to get another car payment onto this company? He's like, well, dude, if we're going to take this out and do this and go produce, I'm like, holy yeah. shit. I just graduated college and I'm like debt to my dick. And I'm like, I don't fucking have money to save my life. So we buy this machine and they literally drop it off on the semi truck and we go, well, where's the plug in? He goes, and the, the guy goes, holy fuck. You guys don't know how to turn it on. We're like, well, don't you just plug it in? They're like, no, you no. do you not have, do you not have three phase power? I'm like, what's three phase power? And the guy's like, Oh, <laughs> see you later. Good luck. And so, 
Yeah, I mean, it. I mean, we it started it all from ground zero, and I. That's the thing is, like, we've we've always had awesome people behind us, either making fun of us, helping us, pushing us, doing all that. Our families, our wives, you know, everyone's had our back. I mean, fuck, I'd say for the first seven years, six years of this company, it was just Alex and I. Literally, I would see Alex more than I would see my wife. And that's just how it was. Like we just, we just, we, we both had jobs the entire time. And then at three, four o'clock when we got off work, we get going into Pacific Calls work and then it just started getting more and more and more. And I think it's been, uh, uh, COVID was what, 2020. So mm-hmm. it's 2019 is when Alex finally quit his, uh, he, him, and his dad, they owned a driver's ed company, um, and he finally, uh, he's like, dude, I got either, like, I got to jump because he's a machinist. Like he was programming. He was doing all that. I was barely, like, I watched Alex break probably $10,000 worth of tooling in the first month. And I was like, I'm good. Like, I, I'm good. I don't want to break anything. Like you can learn all this shit, yeah. man. I'll just, I'll keep buffing and sanding and doing all that. So like he became the machinist side of it. You know, I was the tuning and, and, and the selling side of all that kind of stuff. So it was just like little by little, we started figuring out who was taking over what aspect of the company. And, um, you know, over time we picked up another kid, he was our programmer. So then it was a little bit less, but 2019 is when Alex became full time at Pacific calls. And that's when I would start maybe 2018. And I would say that's when Pacific calls really started like ramping up. We started getting into manufacturing for ourselves slash other people. Um, we started, uh, you know, pushing, you know, traveling more, getting out of the Northwest region, going South, going East, going North yeah. and, um, and just trying to branch out as much as we could. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, how far you guys have come since, you know, in the shed and in the fucking basement and all that. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. Like nobody wants to see anybody fail. Everybody wants to see everybody succeed. And it's cool being able to sit here and talk to somebody who has been in it from the very beginning. Like the, like you, I mean, you literally like, you can't start out any like smaller than that. Like I had asked my mom for like a $300 loan. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Like that's how low we were, we were at, you know? And then, I mean, by the grace of God and whoever else makes all this world go around, like we were able to, now we're, we're building a shop over in Idaho and we're able to produce, you know, large amounts, quantities of calls. We're able to employ, we have seven employees now where, you know, it's, it's becoming, and it has been, it's been something that, you know, I, I pat my back, I pat Alex's back, I pat everyone's back that have, it wasn't Alex and I that completely got us to where we're at. It was everybody. It was the community. It was our families. It was our employees. And it was just everybody that actually believed in what we could maybe do. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, having somebody yeah. to believe in you and, and, and back you and, and kind of push you is, it's a huge thing yeah. too. So. Yeah. And it's just, you know, follow your passion. You know what I mean? It was just, it's still grinding. I mean, I, I still have my second job as real. It's not like this thing is a big fucking moneymaker by any means. But, like, you know, we can employ people. Alex has a full-time gig. I've got a mostly full-time gig, you know, doing the real estate on the side. Um, you know, it's just, it's it's working however it's working. We just, you know, we've always had solid people behind us with us to, to keep going to the next level. Yeah. 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 Well, so. shit, man. I mean, I had a, I had a fucking great time this go-around. I mean, we're, we're going to have to do another one because, like, I want to get to, like, your journey as a comp caller. Um 
your super like everybody has fucking superstitions. You gotta oh, have dear. superstitions. Like yeah, your fucking dear. poor dog that was supposed to be a dryland dog that you turned into a, a fucking water dog. Well, well, I mean, all these people they want to watch river hunts, and I'm like, sorry, Nash, you gotta get out of the <laughs> cornfield, get in the river, and he's looking look at me like, what the fuck? Yeah, you said yeah. we were corn only, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- yeah. this is a great like intro. Like I've enjoyed talking to you for the last I don't know fucking two hours, whatever it's been. Um, for sure, dude, it's been a good time. We're gonna have to fuck. We're gonna have to link back up and and polish off this. Second part, part two. Part two. You come up to our shop when it's done. At the you come up and you see the new shop. We'll do part two of a. Where's it shop. at in Idaho? So if you know uh, if you know the Spokane area, you got Spokane, Spokane Valley. Then you got Post Falls. Okay. Cabela's is right there. So Cabela's. We are the next exit from Cabela's, right off of I ninety and Post Falls. Fuck you can yeah. see our new. You can see our new building from I ninety. It so looks like a beaut. I've seen dude, the pictures. They on did Facebook. a great job. It looks fucking awesome. I'm so stoked. We're, I mean, we are asshole to elbow. I mean, this is just part of the roof. It's just, it's so fucked here at our shop. Like everyone is just like you, you walk by and you're just like, Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. That's oh, a rip charge. And the, oh my God. Yeah. It's just, it, it, there's, it, we are, we are asshole to elbow at this shop. And so finally we're all going to have space. I'm going to have an office. Alex is going to have, Oh an office. my God. We have a laser engraver room. We have a buffing room. We have fucking room. And I'm like, thank you. That's awesome, man. Well, good for you guys, yeah. man. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Uh, I'm going to let you Likewise, brother. finish up whatever you're working on. I'm going to go take a shower and probably crawl into bed. Um, Cheers. I've enjoyed talking to you, man. We'll have to get hey. another part going on this. Give the people what Let's they want. Let's do it up, man. Cheers. All appreciate right, man. it. Thanks, man. I appreciate All it. Right. Take care of yourself. Have a, have a good night. All right. Later, man.